Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my show. Yes, this is Partners in Health and Biz, and I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. So very happy you could join me this morning. And yes, 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 this is a wonderful, beautiful day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So ladies, gentlemen, (laughs) boys and girls, today's show is about the vaccines. Yes, partly about booster shots and partly about educating you on the various vaccines. So get ready, get ready. You may want to pull out your paper and pen and take notes, but if not, this is a podcast. So you can always go back later and listen to the show. And if you missed any of the details, you can find out when you replay, do an instant replay. (laughs) So we're going to begin this morning talking about those booster shots. Yes, yes, that's in the news. And already we have information coming out and we have recommendations about people getting another shot called a booster shot. And I know many of you have questions about that. You are wondering why so soon after it hasn't even been a full year yet and they're recommending a booster shot. Well, some of the questions that you may have, we're going to address today. So on yesterday, the FDA, September 24th, 2021, the FDA and the CD. CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, this week announced that certain groups of people are at high risk for serious COVID-19 infection and can now get a booster dose of the Pfizer vaccine. You and your friends and family may have questions. Am I eligible? Where do I get a booster? Do I have to show proof of being high risk? Am I still fully vaccinated? if I'm eligible for a booster and don't receive one. Um, We, I am going to break down the most common questions about the updated Pfizer booster guidelines, okay? So first of all, what are boosters? A booster is an extra dose of vaccine to give you more protection against a disease, in this case, COVID-19. And yes, as you well know, the variant, the Delta variant of the COVID-19 virus is already amongst our mist and has been circulating for quite a while. Basically, boosters are exactly what the word says, according to Anita Gupta, DO and adjunct assistant professor of anesthesiology and critical care medicine and pain medicine at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. Boosters, she says, allow people to have an increased immune response. The extra dose of vaccine is especially important for the elderly and people. I apologize for that. I'm going to have to turn this down for the elderly and uh, people with weakened immune systems from conditions like cancer, diabetes, or obesity due to new variants being discovered, according to Dr. Gupta. There's a possibility that the immune response 
uh, that the immune response from the two-dose vaccine series may not be enough, especially in individuals who would be particularly vulnerable. So the goal is really to help, the goal is really to help those individuals if they are, if they potentially, 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 Oh, excuse me, <laughs> trying to wake up this morning, were faced with new variants and to ensure that they don't have any poor immune response if they're, if they're faced with it. So who is eligible for the Pfizer booster? And did you even receive a Pfizer vaccine? Maybe you received the Moderna vaccine or maybe you received the um, Johnson & Johnson vaccine. I personally received the Moderna vaccine. This is about the Pfizer right now. Certain groups of people who have been fully vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine for six months or longer can now receive a single Pfizer booster dose according to updated FDA emergency use authorization guidelines. And I know you're wondering, well, okay, so this is a one dose Pfizer uh, boost, how booster, how long does that last? And I know for myself personally, I did receive the Moderna vaccine, but I'm not one who particularly is a, a fan of needles and I don't know about you. So I'm really hoping that they get it together. Um, so you can't receive the Pfizer booster if you received another or if you received other COVID-19 vaccines like Moderna or, John, or Johnson & Johnson. However, Recently, I heard on the on a health health show that that is beginning to change. That research has uh, already started to come out. New research saying that you may, in fact, be able to get a a different vaccine, and they're saying that research is showing that the the vaccines are, you are able to mix vaccines. Of course, we'll have to see how that works out too, right? I mean, who wants to be a guinea pig for that? Hopefully these vaccines will work together and you can, if you received an initial Moderna vaccine, you can get a Pfizer vaccine for your booster or a Johnson & Johnson booster, but that's yet to be seen how it's going to work out. But, you know, we continue to listen to the scientific reports and the evidence and the research. And of course, the CDC is going back and forth and other health professionals are going back and forth. And it's really, yes, it is confusing, but I'm just giving you information uh, and reports that I've done the research on to let you know what the latest is and you can do your own i encourage you to do your own research so that's what they're saying some are saying you can't receive the pfizer booster if you receive other COVID 19 vaccines so let's just wait and see uh, next week i'm sure there's going to be an update and a different report Let's not be so anxious to jump out there. Um, let's make sure that when we are out in public that we are wearing our mask, that not only your mask, I recommend that you wear a mask and a visor over your eyes 
or some type of protection because just think about it if someone is contagious and does have the the virus and they're coughing or sneezing and don't have a mask on then those uh, virus particles can get in your eyes and your eyes have that liquid fluid and that can um, contaminate you through through your eyes just think about it. it makes sense you can get a Pfizer booster if you receive the Pfizer vaccine and are a part of one of these groups all right so here we go if you want if you recently or in the past you received a Pfizer booster shot then you can get the Pfizer vaccine booster if you are number one 65 years old or older number two 18 years old or older and at high risk for severe COVID-19 and number three if you work or live in a situation that puts you at high risk for severe COVID-19 for example healthcare workers teachers and people in prisons and homeless shelters so what can you expect or when can you expect to receive a Pfizer booster if you received another COVID-19 vaccine like Moderna or Johnson & Johnson. Again, the research is ongoing. They are, they are researching. The exact date is unknown, but it shouldn't take too long given Moderna recently submitted data to the FDA and Johnson & Johnson will be following suit very shortly. U.S. Surgeon General Vivek H. Murthy, MD, on Friday said getting boosters approved for everyone including those who originally got the moderna or j and j vaccine is a high high priority william schaffner md a professor of preventative medicine and infectious diseases at vanderbilt university agrees and he says it should happen soon so i would hope that within the next month to six weeks, he says, we will get information about both of those vaccines. It will be one right after the other, each one dealt with separately. He said, I know it leads to a certain amount of confusion, but that's the way you have to do it because all the data were not assembly, assembled at exactly the same time. Just the fact that Pfizer boosters are now available for certain high-risk groups is a big sign that boosters for other COVID-19 vaccines aren't far behind, says Eric Asher, DO, a family medicine physician at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York City. He said, to me, that is a strong indicator that they will be made available to the rest of the population soon. So, where do you go to get your Pfizer booster and how much will it cost? Okay, so you can get your booster shot at pharmacies like Walgreens and uh, let's see, Walgreens, your local giant pharmacy. Um, Wal uh, let's see, some of the others, even Walmart uh, has pharmacies and some of the Walmarts. You can get your Pfizer booster from your doctor's office, health departments, occupational clinics, and federal programs, according to the CDC. Over 70% of current COVID-19 administration occurs in pharmacies, the CDC states. Boosters for all COVID-19 vaccines are completely free. 
All COVID-19 vaccines, including booster doses, will be provided free of charge to the U.S. population, uh, population according to the CDC, which announced that on this past Thursday. Now, next question. Do I need to show proof of having received the Pfizer vaccine before getting a Pfizer booster? Huh. Well, the short answer is probably not, but for your safety, it's important to follow FDA guidelines and only get a Pfizer booster if you receive the Pfizer vaccine, Schaffner says. Makes sense to me, but I don't know. I'm just giving you the facts. That has already opened the door to people who have not been vaccinated with Pfizer, who are very eager to get a booster to go ahead and get a booster. That's not recommended, he said. He says, we always caution people that while this is unlikely, should you experience an adverse event, if you're doing it outside the set recommendation, your insurance won't cover it. Do we have to show proof of being high risk due to an underlying medical condition or that we live or work in a place that puts us at high risk for severe COVID-19 or that we are older than 65? The answer is no. It will work on the honor system, Schaefer says. In other words, you show up and say you're eligible. You won't be quizzed about it. And the location, whether it's a pharmacy or vaccination site, will give you the booster. This is the same procedure we already have in place for people who are immunocompromised. All they have to do is show up and say, I'm in an immunocompromised group, and they get the third dose. Next question. Are boosters a full dose or half dose of the Pfizer vaccine? Excellent question. Thank you for that. Well, a Pfizer booster is a is one full dose of Pfizer vaccine, according to the FDA. And I have had many people uh, question that being since we already received two doses previously of the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine. And now we're getting just six months later, another full dose. Are we overdosing is this too much of the vaccine has that been tested um because the flu vaccine for example every year it is updated according to the new uh, flu variants that come out and that's why it's recommended that every year we get a new flu shot well the pfizer vaccine we don't know has this vaccine been tested on or updated for the new variants or is it just a another dose of the same shot that we received the same couple of shots that we received so we have to do our research on that and question what's going on with this booster shot okay so a pfizer booster is one full dose of pfizer vaccine according to the fda but this may not be the same for other covid 19 vaccine boosters for example the fda is considering whether to authorize a lower dose here we go 
of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine booster than the dose given in the first two shots, Gupter says. Here we go. See, makes sense, right? Are you getting an overdose? But you shouldn't be too hung up on the dose of your booster shot, according to the FDA. This is based on the makeup of the vaccine and dose doses, uh, and sorry, and does not change the level of protection, according to Asher. If, next question, if I am fully vaccinated but haven't received a booster, am I still considered fully vaccinated? And the answer is yes. Based on current data, the definition of fully vaccinated would remain the same after recommendations for booster dose, the CDC says. A person is considered fully vaccinated two weeks after they complete their initial vaccination series, like two doses of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine or one dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Now, when it comes to people who are immunocompromised, it can be a bit more complicated, says Gupta. For clarity's sake, if you are immunocompromised, we'll call your third shot a third dose. Third doses for immunocompromised people are available now. If you're not immunocompromised, a third shot is considered a booster. Okay, according to the CDC, those with moderately to severely compromised immune systems are especially vulnerable to COVID-19 and may not build the same level of immunity to two-dose vaccine series compared to people who are not immunocompromised. This additional dose intends to improve immunocompromised people's response to their initial vaccine series. Uh, Next question. Is this going to be an annual booster like flu vaccines? Huh. A good question, right? We don't know yet, Schaefer says. We would anticipate that these boosters, because they really boost and increase your antibody levels to a very high level, would provide rather prolonged protection. How long? Well, we'll have to see. Yes, and that's why we want to make sure we're not overdosing, getting too much of the vaccine if it hasn't been tested on how much is enough, right? Remember, he said, we're learning about COVID-19 and COVID-19 vaccinations as we go along. So we can't predict at the moment whether this will be an annual booster or every two years or every three years. We'll just have to see. In other words, to be perfectly honest, we're we're guinea pigs. (laughs) Yes, we are all guinea pigs if we're getting this vaccine because If it hasn't been proven yet, we don't know how long it's going to to last, this booster. Hopefully at least one full year, and we shouldn't have to keep getting boosters every six months. So let's move on. Let's move on. Next question. 
should I expect the same side effects that I experienced when I received my initial doses of COVID-19 vaccine? Yes, many of you did receive side effects from your initial or second dose of the COVID vaccine. Most people uh, experienced a mild symptom, some not so mild. So here's the answer. You may experience similar side effects like arm soreness, which I did, mild flu, body aches, and other common symptoms. No, I did not have any of that, according to the CDC. Some people had headaches. My husband had headaches after his, he had the uh, Johnson, he received the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and had a pretty bad headache, which he didn't let me know about until later on. But it's important to remember that everyone, here we go, reacts differently to vaccines, says Asher. I know your host, Gail Dixon McBride, podcast host, and um, and health and wellness consultant. I know that I usually receive side effects if I'm taking anything that's not natural. Uh, For some reason, my body is very sensitive and I usually do receive some type of a side effect. You may also be tired. I I think I was a little more tired than I normally would be. That's also a side effect. So Dr. Asher says, I have had patients as well as personal experience where there were none to minimal symptoms. And I know my sister said they had no symptoms, none none to minimal symptoms and others who felt like they had a mild flu for 24 hours. I expect no side effects greater than what was felt with your prior doses. The vaccine is very safe, he says, and the benefit of vaccination outweighs the risk of any mild side effects. Now here, I would agree. If you look at the news, If you're following the reports, people that are hospitalized, people that are dying because they did not receive a vaccine, then that will tell you that it's better to go ahead and get the vaccine than to to risk getting severely sick, having your lungs, having to have a double lung transplant. Some people have had, if they were fortunate enough to even receive one, having uh, long haul COVID symptoms, uh, having death, being um, having relatives who have died or people that were here a year ago are no longer with us. So go ahead and get the vaccine. And uh, so if you'd like more information, you can check out the CDC and U.S. Department of Health and Human Services websites for updates and COVID-19 vaccines and boosters. You can also reach out to your doctor or other health care providers to learn more. Okay, so that was um, some information that needed to be shared this morning, updates about the vaccine, the boosters, the booster vaccines. And uh, I'm going to share next COVID-19 vaccine comparison charts so you can get an idea about the different vaccines. Um, And so before I do that, let me just check to see where we are on time. 
Oh, so we're almost out of time. So let me see how much information I can share with you briefly. That half an hour goes by fast. Uh, I want to share with you an article, a little bit about the monoclonal antibodies. Uh, this information is very important because if you do, if you are diagnosed with COVID-19, it's very important that you receive the monoclonal antibodies right away. You can't wait a day. Uh, you know, I mean, you can wait a day, but no more than two days, but don't wait a week suffering before you contact your doctor and, and make sure that once diagnosed, as soon as you're diagnosed, you ask about, well, where, where can I go to receive the monoclonal antibodies? The FDA authorized monoclonal antibody drugs from the company's Regeron. Uh, Regeron and Eli Lilly on November 2020, but only recently have they attracted more attention as the Delta variant of the virus that causes COVID-19 surges across the U.S. Clinical studies show that Regeneron's monoclonal antibody treatment, a combination of two antibodies called Casavirimab and M. David Divi Mob reduces COVID 19 related hospitalization or deaths in high risk patients by about 70%. Okay, 70%. If you're high risk, you definitely want to get this monoclonal antibodies and when given to an exposed person like someone living with an infected person monoclonal antibodies reduce their risk of developing an infection with symptoms by 80 percent wow 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 okay so as hospitals hospitalizations go up nationwide we have a therapy here that can mitigate that, says William Fowles, MD, medical director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Division of EMS and Trauma. Getting monoclonal antibodies is one of the best things you can do once you're positive. Whether you're you've you've just tested positive or been exposed, monoclonal antibodies could help you and your loved ones stave off COVID-19. Here's what you need to know. How do they work? Monoclonal antibodies are like the antibodies your body makes to fight viruses and other bugs, but they are made in the labs of pharmaceutical companies like Regeron. Uh, They're designed to target the coronavirus spike protein. When the antibodies bind to the spike protein, they block the virus from entering your body cells, says Lindy Petty, MD and infectious disease doctor at the University of Michigan. If the virus can't enter the cells, it can't make copies of itself and continue spreading within the body. If a person is already sick, that means monoclonal antibodies prevent them from having severe symptoms that require hospitalization. If someone has been exposed, monoclonal antibodies can fend off the virus to prevent them from becoming sick in the first place. Okay. Um, 
monoclonal colonal antibodies were first authorized as an IV and are most commonly given at infusion centers. But a recent study showed they can also be given as, as a shot into the belly when an IV isn't as accessible. Uh, that one's not for me. <laughs> as the coronavirus mutates, monoclonal antibodies targeted for the original form of the virus may become less, less helpful. The U.S. government stopped distribution of Lilly's monoclonal antibodies uh, after evidence showed they weren't as effective against new variants of the virus, but other monoclonal antibodies remain helpful. Consumers should know that Regeron does work against the Delta variant, says David Wall, MD, an infectious disease expert at the University of North Carolina. Okay, so let's see. How is it different from a vaccine? A vaccine helps stimulate and prepare your immune system to respond if or when you are exposed to the virus, Petty says. Your immune system is ready to create all these antibodies before they are needed. Monoclonal antibodies boost the immune system after you are already sick, speeding up your immune response to prevent COVID-19 from getting worse. But a vaccine does this much easier and much better, Petty says. So ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Certainly hope you have enjoyed this uh, show. Until next Saturday, everyone, stay healthy and business savvy. Ta-ta for now. Have a blessed day.